Hello and welcome to another edition of Beer Breath Podcast. On today's episode, we will do Sam's Spells, but the big news of this episode is going to be um, Coach Snyder and his tenure at Kansas State, uh, second tenure at Kansas State, which has come to an end. So we are going to reflect um, and talk about the good times and um, a little bit about what's to look forward or what, what to look forward to. So... What am I supposed to say? So get ready for it. So get ready for it. (laughs) (laughs) Bunch of friends having a blast. Get ready for the beer bread podcast. Okay, so Sam, you want to start us off with Sam's spells? Yeah, this one will be quicker than last week. Um, So... Last, uh, probably about a week ago, I had a dream. I don't know if I was recently watching the Golf Channel, but do you guys know who that Chesson Hadley guy is? He's super tall and skinny and does the stupid snapping thing over his head. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. I n- okay. never knew his name, but I would. Yeah, if me I either. I had to look, him, yeah, so I had to look up his name, um, but he was in my dream because of the snapping thing has always bothered me to no end. He, he like makes a putt. He does this weird, like dip spit snapping thing over his head. Um, <laughs> he's like six, 540 pounds. <clears throat> he's super annoying. And he sucks too. Um, so anyways, we're, we're out playing golf, me and him. And, um, we're playing in a scramble against Mark Sanchez, Sanchez. Whoa. Like the, <laughs> yeah. Pro-am. The, dirty Sanchez. Yeah. The dirty Sanchez, butt fumble himself. So we we were playing, and uh, the Hadley guy, the, the guy who does the snap thing, forgot his clubs. So he had to borrow my clubs. So it was me and him, and we were playing Mark Sanchez. And um, the PGA pro, the guy, Chesson Hadley, he sucked, and we were terrible. We were just getting absolutely destroyed um, by Mark Sanchez playing solo. And then um, probably about the ninth hole or so, it was like getting dark, and we were playing down in Florida or somewhere. And uh, Cakes was waiting for me at the clubhouse because he had to drive me to the airport. So, so after nine holes, I had to uh, I had to leave. And since Hadley didn't have his clubs, I let him borrow mine. So then I went back <coughs> to the clubhouse, drove the cart back, and you know I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. He's like, mm. and then Cakes was pissed. He's like, where are your clubs at? I was like, well, he didn't have any, so I let him borrow them. He's like, oh what are you doing? Like this such a stupid move. <laughs> that seems so, like pretty typical Mr. Cake's reaction too, probably. Yeah. Yeah. He was so pissed. And I was like, well, what was I supposed to do? Like he didn't have any clubs. Like he had to keep playing. And, and I was like, yeah, I'll just ship them back to me. And then Mr. Cake's was pissed. And then it started thunderstorming. And he drove me to the airport. And that was the end. <laughs> so the Sanchez thing reminds me of, uh, so when we went to the Pinstripe Bowl, um, we practiced at the Jets facility, and Butt Fumble was riding a little like motorized scooter around practice, and that obviously pissed off Coach Schneider because he didn't want people watching practice. <laughs> so he like disappeared and went back into the locker room, and I went in there to do something in the locker room. I can't remember, and uh, Dirty was back there, and he was like near his locker or something but he was singing and i don't think he knew i was there like walked in by dirty sanchez yeah dirty sanchez yeah 
I've called him like three different names this entire story. Dirty butt fumble Sanchez. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Sanchez was sitting there uh, like singing some crazy song. And I don't think he knew that I walked into the locker room. And he turned around and he just looked at me for like five seconds and said, what are you doing in here? I was like, uh, I'm I'm just uh, getting stuff ready for after practice, blah, 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 for the players to shower or whatever. He's like, oh, okay. And they just turned around and kept singing. Like, I thought he was going to, like, <laughs> once I was in there, like, be like, oh, God, I don't want to embarrass myself anymore. But he just kept singing some crazy song. And then, he, and then he proceeded to butt fumble. Was the butt fumble after that? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Probably <laughs> scarred him for life. That's true. He's like, He's like, shit, I saw that equipment guy from Kansas State at some random bowl game. <laughs> but the funniest thing was we just like stared at each other for like 30 <laughs> seconds. And he's, if, like, if what? Any... he's like, what are you doing in here? I was like, I'm just getting stuff ready for after practice. He's like, oh, okay. And then just turned back around and started singing. Wait, didn't he go to the Broncos for a spell? I uh, so he wasn't either. there when you were there. Right? No, no, no. The f- that would have been hilarious if no. Sanchez would have been at the Coast when you were <laughs> no, there. Sanchez wasn't there, unfortunately, for the Broncos. <laughs> but <laughs> also, if anyone, if anyone knows, or if anyone knows, people that know Mike specifically, like nineteen-year-old Mike, the staring at each other thing is not that unbelievable. <laughs> you guys are just <laughs> staring at each other <laughs> silently. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to say to him. Like he was just in there changing or something after he was riding his little scooter around the indoor. <laughs> so insane. Oh, Sanchez. Still spelling the league though. He's on uh he's like third string for uh Oh, who is he on? I was watching the other day. Some cray team. Oh, really? Because he was with the Bears, remember, for a few oh, years. Oh yeah, obviously. maybe it is the Bears. I don't, so, I don't yeah, think he's with like him anymore. Him. It was yeah. somebody whose quarterback got hurt recently. Yeah, the Bears. Like maybe the Bills Washington, or something. maybe. Or Washington. Redskins. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could be the Redskins. Redskins. Yeah, that's right. Shit. Surprised they the didn't bring him in. Save the season. So, anyways. Well, Mike I... transitioned, though, pretty well. Right into uh, Snyder talk. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, Snyder Cats beat all Sanchez back in the day. Well, not Sanchez alumni. <laughs> Imagine like if we beat USC that year. That'd be sick. Um, anyway, so if you uh, are listening to this and from Kansas and haven't heard, I don't really yeah, know how that's possible. Yeah, I don't know how that's possible. But Coach Snyder, Snyder. Coach Snyder decided to hang them up um, on Sunday. So um, I don't. I guess there's a couple different ways. I think a couple different things that we we're going to do with this. We we're going to do maybe like a little Snyder 2.0 fantasy draft. We we're going to do uh, uh, just kind of favorite memories of Coach. I think the the first thing to 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 do is to to thank him, and I know that that probably pains Sam because he just <laughs> is a miserable miserable person. <laughs> so I mean, from from my um, from my point of view. Uh, such a it's a it's a weird it almost sounds far-fetched but it's 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 100 percent true when i say that like the the impact that he's had on people's lives have been most of mostly indirectly probably but when you think about it like um 
my job and call. I would not have gone to K State if not for him for a lot of reasons. Number one, from the football program being a part of working with that, um, that would have never happened, uh, which would have led to not knowing either of you. Um, so you know, in that in that regard, very thankful. Best sports memories of my life from um, you know as a as a fan in the first go around, and then as a worker for the majority of the second go around. Um, those are opportunities that I never would have had or sought without him probably. And then, you know, all the way down to things like, I mean, my son is named after one of his players that was on this team, which I mean, is a stretch, but at the same time, like would have never chose that name if not for, um, you know, not, not for something like that. And I, I understand that's a stretch. It's not like I named him Snyder, but. Uh, <laughs> Bill Snyder. I just Bill call him Snyder Bill Snyder Windling. <laughs> but I, I think that that's when you think about coach's legacy, that's really what um that's really what sticks out. And I, I think Snyder two point while overall I would say successful, uh doesn't probably get the same fame and fortune as the second one. Um the first. Or the first one because <laughs> of how close it actually was um, you know, a couple different times. Uh, to to go on all the way, but the impact that he's had on the community, uh, most certainly the school, um, and then a lot of you know players' lives and and things outside of that. I say what you want about the recruiting, and and I'll say the same thing about it. But at the end of the day, um, with what he decided to recruit, um, and the way that he decided to run his program was uh, unlike a lot of things that college football has ever seen before, anything that college football has seen before. And the positive impact that he had on people's lives, both after the first one or during the first one, um, probably in the interim, and then through the second one has been a very positive thing and, um, you know, left it better than when you found it. So, all right, now, Sam, you can tell me how everything that I said is, is wrong, basically. No, that's not what I was going to say at all. Mike, Mike, do you want to do, you wanna do your, your uh, piece, too? Uh, I don't know. I mean... All it would be is just echoing exactly what Kurt said, so there's probably no point for me to say anything, but uh, we'll get into more coach stuff, I guess, after you say what you're about to say. All right, well, first of all, let me say, so obviously I've, over the past few weeks or even the past few years, um, I've been not really fully on board, and I don't, I think we all kind of share the, the, the same the same thoughts as far as how it ended. And for me, my point really, as we were talking about it over the weekend, it's just, I don't know. If, and there's two ways to, to look at it. You can definitely, the, the way I should be looking at it is, you know, okay, it was time to move on. It was time to retire. Um, but then also recognize everything he's done for the university and really the town and the program and everything. Um, for me, it just to, go on Kurt's point. I being from out of state would have never gone to K state or fell in love with K state without Snyder and without Michael Bishop specifically. Um, when I was seven years old watching the, uh, 98 championship game and crying at home. So, <laughs> so with, without that, I, I would have never, I would have never gone there. I mean, I can say that for a hundred percent fact, um, without, uh, the football program and, and everything that Snyder did. So obviously, and then going to K state after I transferred in from a different school, 
um, was the best decision I ever made. And a lot of that was during the glory times of uh, Snyder 2.0. So super fortunate. And obviously all that is, is very true. And, you know, we're, we're very, you know, Snyder was incredible. So um, that, that is all definitely true. Um, The only thing that I feel uncomfortable with is just me, me saying all that I'm just saying, which I guess is fine. Like all the praise and everything after I had just been freaking full fledged freaking out for (laughs) really two months, um, wondering what the hell is going to happen to the program. Um, with really like thinking about a, a sinking ship, um, and really putting a lot of blame on, um, the head coach who, who was Bill Snyder. So it, it's a, it's a tough situation for me to uh, feel like, it, you know, singing all these praises, be like, Hey, weren't you the dude that just said, please retire for the, like the last two months? Um, which is true. So, so it's just, it's just kind of an, an uncomfortable, awkward type of situation. And, um, if we get into it, we, I don't know if we want to speculate or who the hell cares. It's a podcast, so we can speculate all we want, but I don't think the situation ended, um, really on, on good terms too. So we, we might have to, to thank Gene for that to, with, the with the ending that gets really dicey. Um, I don't know if we want to get in that or just reflect on the positives for now. Well, I think um, that I think we can probably touch on it. Well, we'll see if it comes up organically. Everything you said is is right. I mean, we have been kind of like trashing on it for the past few months, and I w- I mean, kind of deservedly so, right? I mean, at the same time, well, you can do all these great things. That doesn't mean that you didn't hang on a little bit too long, and then you can't recognize those things afterwards. I understand the the conundrum there of like. Hey, I'm trashing this dude, and then all of a sudden, I, you know. I don't know if we're – well, I mean, we were, and it's easy to do that when we were losing to blame every every person in the program, specifically the head coach <laughs> since he's in charge of it. Um, But it was more so just the fact that it was time. It's not necessarily the fact that – He sucked. We, it's not yeah, about that. No, it, was it, just, it wasn't it was about time. that or that all of a sudden we hated him because – we weren't we weren't as good as we were used to in the past and all this i don't know maybe it's extreme but it's like i don't know yeah it's 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 just a weird thing but it's a weird thing and i think that it got weird because he probably didn't necessarily know that it was time and then i think that goes into what sam's probably going to say is from the sounds of it and the speculation is that he was really not all about wanting to necessarily but between Gene and assume you know maybe some other people, um, they kind of force it. Which, if that's the case, uh, you know, despite all those good things that we said, uh, kudos to Gene, right, on doing the right doing the right thing, growing a pair, growing a pair. I mean, as somebody who preached doing the right thing all the time, like <laughs> the right thing was to retire, um, and his boss seem seemingly told him, hey, like you're gone either way like we can make this one way or we can make it the other and the thing that's the right path the thing that sucks is it had to happen at some point and if this were the case and we just came off like a eight or nine one season and he had decided that i mean this was going to be it it would be a lot different than it ended we had no idea for the last 
month of the season, what was going to happen after the season, and that we didn't get to give him the proper send-off, I don't think, as if he would have announced and Texas Tech would have been his last home game and it would have been known. And I think that's part of the reason that there's so much outpour on social media that Sam's not a fan of because, I mean, there wasn't... Didn't get a chance to. The only chance that there is is on social media now since he's done and we weren't for sure whether his final game was going to be... Don't you think it's kind of ironic that the marketing around this whole year, like, you know, the pregame video and how they usually have players and stuff like that, it was always Coach hanging up, the Cortez is hanging there. And that was what was chose to be the last thing on the video boards last night, maybe tonight, probably for the next while. But it's almost like, I wonder if he, I wonder if he knew, like, he wouldn't want, I don't think the pomp and all of that, like, the circumstance of, like, being this being his last year like the victory lap i don't think he would have wanted it like that i wish he would have it, it would be a lot easier to accept as a fan at the beginning of the year if he says this is and people would have kept going to games more all of that stuff like i know that that last game where it was freezing ass cold and i didn't end up going um, there was no one there which i mean i do regret to some degree but at the same time it was like it was five degrees out and i had a child at home but i would have made more of an effort i should have made more of an effort regardless but i would have made more of an effort if it was 100 percent for sure his last game and i think a lot of people would have done that same thing and you know at that point it's just like guys this is it for better for worse like we're in this together back is backs against the wall you know how how do we want this to end it's going to end for me too you know like not only are you seniors is this your last game this is mine that type of thing um, but, but that's not him though he would never say that no no i know players. it's not i know it's not yeah, I, so I think it's unfortunate we're, we're wishing for something that's, that's would never really happen not would never happen yeah um i don't even think he want like you said he i don't think he wanted who knows how he wanted to go out like i don't think he ever wanted to go out he never wanted to think about it really like, I don't think, like, he was, it was just, I don't think he he could fathom a way that he was going to, and I know he had to realistically know, I, I just don't know, like, he, and to to a good way, he's very um, loyal and, and very stubborn um, in his ways, which has led us, and that kind of goes along, that stubbornness goes along with the discipline has has led us to um, K-State to a, to a lot of victories. Um, but when it comes time to something like this, it, it's where you need, uh, you know, you, you need the power hierarchy, um, where it's, it's really just, it's, I didn't see, I don't even know because if we won eight games, I mean, what do you really leave? Like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. You, you know, so it, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, it was a, it was a tough situation, a tough way to go out, um, for him, but, um, I, I'm definitely thankful. I know you guys are busting my balls, and I was being kind of an <laughs> asshole about it uh, over the weekend and and all that. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it it's definitely was a definitely was a, a good, <laughs> an amazing thirty year run, um, pretty much thirty years. So, so what were some of your what what were some of your best memories? Should we just do a two point since, or should we do the whole thing? Unless no, it's two point right? Yeah, and let's exclude, like, I mean, okay, the easy answer is, like, all right, the Big 12 championship game. So let's throw that out. Right. Because everybody would say that. Against Texas? Uh, against yeah. Texas, yeah. So, I, I 
obviously I was just jotting some down um, here. And for you guys, you guys have a lot more say in them, specifically the 2012 year. Um, the 2012 year was incredible, even for me watching most of the away games on TV. But what would you guys say as far as the West Virginia game versus the Oklahoma game, both road games in 2012? Um, how would you go uh, about those two in a battle? Like those, those were just unbelievable road victories. I know what my answer is. You want to go first, Mike? Or do you want me to? Well, you just go. So Oklahoma was huge. West Virginia was a different level of huge though. Completely different victories, right? Like nobody really expected us to win either of them. OU was like a grinding out what you would have thought. Kansas, traditional Kansas state, like, at the end of the day, we end up winning. You know, I think, yeah, there was like Landry, what, or Landry, <laughs> Jesus, Land, <laughs> Landry Jones, Landry Jones fumbled it and we, um, you know, put it in the end zone. So it's, it's like, that was kind of a typical Snyder win. I think West Virginia with Geno being, I think they might have lost the week before. I can't, yeah, they did. To Tech or somebody. But like, Gino was still the favorite going in. I don't think he had thrown an interception or at least maybe just one interception um, the entire time. And that was that was not a win or a Snyder win or any. That was a dismantling. Like, that was take their will away. Like, we're going to put you out of your misery. Everybody was frustrated, like, on their end. I mean, that was one that going in, I was like, man – this has been such like a good season. Like we're where we want to be. Like, I just want to keep it going and this might be the end of it. Like, cause they have good players and then we just destroyed them. So I can't remember which game came first. I was just looking that up. Cause I was, I was kind of interested too. I, I want to say that. Oh, you, right? um, I was actually going to say the other way, but I'm, I've got it up right now. Yeah. 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 So, Oh, you was the first conference, first conference game. Yeah. That was what springboarded us even into that conversation because we were ranked like low twenties, right? Or high? I don't know. When I, I say low twenties, I mean like twenty four or something at OU. So or sixteen at OU, we were fifteen and they were six. And then, and then at, at three weeks, three or four weeks later, four weeks later, we were number four and they were number seventeen. But it was a night game in Morgantown, and I'm sure they were still favored. Yeah, I I think that sounds right, but <clears throat> I I personally would say the OU game that year just because how much hatred I have always had towards OU <laughs> because they I mean because it's OU because it's OU yeah they're just OU and they're assholes but I don't know not necessarily about... the fullback on the two thousand team OU but <laughs> <laughs> one particular OU guys okay but. <laughs> Well, actually, two well, of you guys. A couple, uh, couple of you guys. Like two or three. There's some. Slight connection. Yeah. Okay. Actually, three now. Yeah. <laughs> Think about Larry's special, the Larry specials. Yeah. That's true. But anyways, just the fact that I grew up not liking OU and to go there, I remember that was like my first, that was the first time I had ever been to OU and just kind of like... uh going through everything and setting everything up and seeing the history at OU and then uh, coming out for the game. And it's just a different atmosphere. Just like perfect grass. Yeah. 
I think it was a night game, yeah, or was, at least two thirty. No, it was, it was night. It was a night game. Yeah, it was just light at kickoff because it was early in the season. Yeah, that was badass. But <clears throat> I don't know. I would say OU because just because West Virginia was awesome, and but that game was over in the first half. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, and, well, that was like mid second quarter. I when I was watching that that game, the OU one was like a grinded out. It's like okay, maybe we're for real. I felt like then once the West Virginia one, it's like, all right, we'll see what we really got. They're like six and one, we're um seven no, something like that. It was just a freaking shit candle. <laughs> I think Miami that year was was one where it was like we could be for real too. There was a lot of games that year where it was I mean, it was just reaffirming that we were yeah. we were good. Miami that year. Really the year before though was just the most insane year of college football that I I remember as far as following one team, every game was close, whether we won or so won or lost. Well, not the OU game, but it was just insanely stressful. I don't know how many last possession games there were. I think all but the OU game and the um, and this includes non-conference. All but the last, all all but the um, we played like a not North Texas. Yeah, it might have been North Texas. We played like North Texas or somebody that year, and we played um, OU. Neither of those were, were came down to the last possession. No, that was uh, wasn't that Eastern Kentucky or whatever. Yeah, that was didn't Eastern didn't Kentucky. come down to the last possession. Eastern Kentucky. No, Eastern oh. Kentucky did. Yeah. yeah, Kent State. I think it was Kent State. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or oh, Louisiana yeah, yeah, yeah. or somebody. Like yeah, that. it was Kent State yeah. because North Texas I think was the next year, but yeah, it was. I think we had a shutout maybe against Kent State or somebody like that. But every single game that year, and it was like. It was not like we were two-point underdogs every game. It seemed like it was like, all right, is the luck going to run out? <laughs> and it was like, I remember that Baylor game, they were talking like he had more touchdowns and incompletions, Robert Griffin the third did. Mm-hmm. And then the way that ended, I don't know that I've ever been. And I was on the field that game, so like or that year anyways. So everything was so badass. Like I was just <laughs> so juiced. And that was, that game was like in another level uh, of what I've heard. That was, that was that Baylor game. Obviously, the Miami road win before it was awesome, but the Baylor game was kind of like the arrival of Snyder 2.0. Yeah. When you say yeah. like that, that team or that game was like, oh my god, they scored a bunch, and then we have this stud at linebacker just running around chasing down Robert Griffin. Yeah. Um, so that that was a. Uh, that was definitely fun, and that that crowd was electric. I remember it was it was really loud that game. So um, that one was definitely that definitely game, be up there. That game was the A and M. Yeah, that's the what A&M I was gonna one. say. That wasn't even that cool because I was so miserable. Like it was so miserably stressful yeah. to watch. Yeah, I remember though he was running into the south <laughs> end zone in like the second overtime. I think Colin was. It was like the first play. And I don't know that it's ever been louder than that outside of like the Big 12 championship, you know, when Willie's on the stadium. But that was, um, that was loud. That was badass. Because I was in the press box and the coach's box that year. So I didn't get the full effect of that one. Yeah. But every, every game was so stressful. Like just because I was in there with all the coaches and just like listening to them. Them being stressed out just raised my stress level. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So it's insane. So bad. I every I guess KU wasn't either, and neither was a bowl game. But every single other game was like 
Missouri came down to like the last second. Remember we got that, like it was rainy that day and um, they moved our balls on our sideline. So we couldn't, we couldn't find or on their sideline. So we couldn't find them. And then I was like, okay, well, at least we have some time. Um, so we'll have to find like the footballs or whatever. And we picked off like the first play of the game. We intercepted a pass <laughs> and I was like, oh fuck. So I ran over to Serbia. I was like, we can't find the football. So he's like, what the fuck do you mean you can't find the football? And I'm like, I don't know where they are. <laughs> and I, I don't know how we figured it out. I guess they just came from the home sideline that time. It was a cluster though. I would say, I would say that year, the only time like moral victory type of feeling. And I hate that when I know with exactly a loss, this is coming was, yeah. <clears throat> was the Oklahoma state game. Yeah. It was just, it was bounced back after getting just shit stomped by Oklahoma at home to go down there and to be within two plays, essentially. Um, that was wild. That was a phenomenal, that was just a phenomenal football game. They were amazing. They were amazing that year too. Yeah. They were pretty good. I remember too that game because it was insane because after the game <laughs> there was an earthquake because yeah. I was up in the press box and I thought it was just like the stadium was old and like people were leaving so it was like shaking stuff and then it started like really going and I freaked the fuck out because the coaches boxes literally sits on top of the stadium so I was like oh my god this is an earthquake and I'm literally at the highest point of Stillwater, Oklahoma. And if this collapses, then I'm dead. Just dead. But that was an amazing game. And that was when I realized what an NFL re- receiver really looked like because Justin Blackman was on that team and we had pretty good corners. And he took Nigel Malone and just threw him across the field on like a little, uh, like a short route. I remember exactly where it was. Like if I went back, like. I could rem- if I was on the field, I would be able to say exactly where it was. But I was like, "Oh shit!" Like he, <laughs> that's a grown man out there playing a you know a boys' game basically. Yeah. And that was that was a good game. That was the that, best uh, loss game ever. Yeah, that um, we we can try and find it for uh, for the listeners. But the uh, Kirk Herbstreit meme of his eyes because I don't, you guys didn't see it live, but I'm sure you saw the replay. When when it happens, he's yeah. so terrifying. Yeah, it was so terrifying. Oh, the earthquake! Though. Yeah, yeah, it was incredibly terrifying. Speaking, I, of, I've got a picture with Kirk yeah, before the game, game. That game, but yeah, that was that was terrifying. And I was up there by myself, so I was just like saying goodbyes to myself. Basically, at that point, I was like, "All right, this is it." <laughs> so yeah, I'm trying to think of um, some some games um, post 2012. Uh, that were a lot of fun. Obviously, <laughs> the game that was kind of insane was, uh, I think it was 2014 at Oklahoma when uh, they missed like an extra point or something. Oh, yeah. you know, it was the it was the uh, the 18 wheeler or whatever with uh, Blake Bell or what would they call it? The, no, not the 18 wheeler. That was Texas's. <laughs> Texas's. It was like the Bell Dozer, yeah. and he fumbled. <laughs> He fumbled it on like the one or something because they went out of a shotgun. But they also missed a kick late too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's I right. I think the belldozer was two thousand. Uh, yeah, belldozer was twelve. Oh, was it? Yeah. So it must have been the kick in fourteen. Yeah, it was the kick. That was just like, oh, there it goes. That's another classic Snyder win. Yeah. How well, like fourteen, we were really good, um, and obviously that was like the loss to Auburn and lost to TCU and Baylor, who then got screwed. But I don't really remember. 
many no, that was um, fun wins, right? That was fifteen, wasn't it? No, no, no. Fifteen was was um, Zuka Le- Joe. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm and thinking. Cody I'm Cook. just saying. You're ahead. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that year going into the Baylor game that last year, we or that last week, we had a chance to win the title, basically, right? Yeah, I think we yeah, had to have like Oklahoma yeah. lose or somebody. Yeah. If we won that game, I think we would have had a chance to have won the Big Twelve that year. Yeah. Because College Game Day was at Baylor. Yeah, that's right. That's a super <laughs> underrated team. Um, probably in the the 2.0 is the that that uh, and then that was the UCLA game. There's another kind of historic loss there when it was like 35-7 at half. That was the worst game of my life. Like at least the first half, I was We're like talking the, Alamo Bowl. Here. The Alamo Bowl. Yeah. I was like, all right, this is how it ends. My tenure at K State, like my last game, and I had to sit here and watch this shit. I took off my headphones and just sat and sulked, basically. The, in the craziest box. thing, the way we came back was running the exact same play about 20 straight times. Yeah. How last play? <laughs> yeah. Just two quarterbacks in, roll them out. Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> we See, were I in the same play for like two series. <laughs> yeah. That was Bazooka Joe's coming out party. Yeah. See, I don't even remember like some of these games, like just absolutely stomping Oklahoma State, stomping Texas, stomping Tech. We beat the hell out of teams that year. Besides, like the loss, I don't really remember. Those. How about the West Virginia game where we won and we had one yard rushing? That was a poo Thursday night game. That was disgusting. <laughs> it was, it was also negative so twenty, cold. I think. But we had one yard rushing. Yeah, that was <laughs> a Snyder team in two had one yard rushing. Absurd. But what's wild is when we were when game day was there, we were all the way up to number seven because we must have been about six or seven and one. At, at Baylor or when? at TCU? Oh, at, at TCU, TCU was was before Baylor. Okay, yeah. And then we jumped. We were still lost to them. Beat West Virginia. Beat Kansas, and we're still number nine at, at Baylor. Um, we kind of kept Baylor out by playing them close. They they needed to stop us. Yeah, and uh, kept it semi close. I think Lockett broke some record um, in that game of his dad's. If I remember, I remember. I'm trying to remember the Texas game that year. You said we stomped them, and the Oklahoma State game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were both home games. Texas was 23-0. I don't sure I was there. And then Oklahoma State was 48 to 14. Who's our quarterback? <laughs> Oklahoma State was a night game? I have no. I have no oh idea. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Pease? No. Oh, no, no. I remember that one cuz that's when Oh no. I'm thinking of the I really Oakie don't State remember game. that game. Yeah, yeah was... Pease Pease in 2012. That 12. was a nuts game. That was so Freaking loud! That was a night game. When we were oh, yeah, that game was though. sick. That's the game Colin got hurt then up one. Yeah, he got hurt, <laughs> and they also had the national championship trophy on the field. The good we'll one have to too. Look into, we'll have to look into that game. But the next one I wanted to talk about just because it's fun, and it would have been more fun if if K State could have held on against Iowa State. But what would you guys say? 2015 Iowa State, the no kneel down, three straight fumble or two straight fumble game. <laughs> the Paul Rhodes, was, the Rip Paul Rhodes game. The R.I.P. Paul Rhodes game or the 2017 Iowa State um, last second, last play of the game um, touchdown from, from Skylar Thompson to Isaiah Zuber um, to win it. Mine mine obviously would be 2017 because 2015 I literally got up and left at the end of the game <laughs> because I was so mad how bad we had played to that point in the game. And I like just me being the fan I was, I couldn't physically leave the stadium. So I stood up at the top of the concourse and watched the rest of the game. <laughs> he was sitting you there with us in the end zone fun zone. Yeah. I what? 
you you said at the end of the game you left. Did you mean at halftime? No, at towards like, the it, end. It was like with three minutes left in the fourth quarter, oh, and we were down yeah. like forty. Okay. We did something stupid, like threw a pick, and yeah, that's yeah, when I got up. Pick. I got up and I was like bound and determined to leave the stadium. I was like, I can't do that, and so I stood up there and watched the rest of the game from. <laughs> I, on the that was we were getting our ass kicked that entire game at least with like the other one no it was a shitty game too really the yeah, last no, it possession was, it was yeah. really bad it was I, really bad we, we, we were, were down like now six points yeah weren't we down 19 nothing or something like that it was it was definitely like 19 to 6 yeah, or, I think we were or down something like, close to that i think we were down like 11 or so or 12 maybe i can't remember going into the who knows yeah that was absurd I'm, i wish more people would have been at that game because that was really loud too with for how many people were there yeah has, the, to, be, these, has to be the rip this, paul rose game though right <laughs> the, the, yeah the 17 was fun because that's where um our seats were and i was with cakes um and literally the touchdown was like you know 15 rows ahead of us that's exactly where our seats are in the corner of that end zone um so it's real that part was really awesome um just to get that sort of win and um in in that environment and, and to come back with all the touchdowns late, but still the 15 game was so amazing because we left at half. Me, me, Kale, and Clint, I think, left at half. Oh, well, actually, I sort of got us told to leave at half because we we had uh, we had Mike's ticket in the family section. I think it was Mike's ticket. Me and me and Cakes had. Um, and I was obviously like so pissed and everyone was just sitting on their hands and some guy was yelling at me. So I, I made a better decision to leave. Um, and then we scored one early to get it to like 35, 21 and we could hear it. Um, so we're like, all right, we'll go back in. And I've never seen a team that can literally kneel the ball and win the game. I've never <laughs> fumbled lose. the ball. Yeah. And, but then not only did they fumble that time, then K-State gets it, scores a touchdown. So you're like, okay, 40 seconds left. Like, just play for overtime, right? No. Let's try and pass. <laughs> and so then he scrambles, and the guy's scrambling, and he's got the ball in one hand low, low, like low, not even ready to pass. Like half running around, and then strip sack. Um, I forget who who was a strip sack. It was Gary, right? Wasn't it Will I Gary? Th- no, I thought no, it was no, Mike Moore. No, oh, it wasn't Mike Moore either. It was, uh, what's his face, who we used to see? Uh, Marquell. Oh yeah, I'm pretty. No. Sure, I'm pretty. Oh yeah, might have uh, been. I, maybe I'm, Mike Moore just is the one that recovered it, but who knows? Yeah, Mike Moore is a stud, but uh, sure, Mike will. Sure, <laughs> Michelle. But anyways, he he fumbles it, and then uh, whoever hits the Cantelli or whoever we have kicking at the time uh, might have been McCrean. No, that was Cantelli because he took his helmet off again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was Cantelli, uh, which was which was good to see. But yeah, that those games were fun. 2015. Uh, this will be a good segue into our little K State Snyder 2.0 draft. Uh, mm-hmm. 2015 was also the time that I got in an argument with the uh, a guy sitting in front of me. He was a former player. I think he played around the time that L played. And I told him that Jake was one of the better quarterbacks that had been through K State, and he he got so pissed. That was at a yeah. game or where? At a game, yeah. That was the Iowa State game. It was, it was the same game. Cause Cause I was sitting there. Yeah, yeah. And he he was just like, he's just like, no fucking way, Jake's better than L or anybody or even close to L. And I was like, okay, dude, like, just saying. <laughs> but uh, anyways. Yeah, so those were all those are all good games, and that kind of leads us into our next one. So what we're gonna do here now is a uh, just a snake style draft. 
Is that what we're actually doing, or did you have other plans, Sam? I had, um, instead of a draft, Kurt, and you can let me know, I have, like, five matchup battles um, position-wise, so we don't have to go through kind of from different eras of the 2.0. If you guys want to do that, we can do a draft. Uh, I'm not super prepared for that one. Um, Yeah, I'm not prepared for that either, because I thought we were doing something else. QB, running back, two wide receivers, tight end, defense kicker. We could tweet out the one we had, the all-time Snyder one that we did that one day. We do it every year. Well, yeah. Well, we haven't done it this year. Well, no, because it usually happens right around Christmas when nobody's actually working. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) It's devastating. We can do both, maybe. Let's do yours first, and we'll see where we get time-wise. All right, so the Snyder position battle. So we're going to do quarterback here. Um, It's 2.0, 2.0 only. And it's not going to be like... Colin Klein versus Jake, like, Colin Klein's going to win. Like, I tried to make them, like, a little bit better, so there, there would be some controversy. So, 2.0 quarterback. I'm not sure if you guys know where I'm going. So, we've got Carson Kaufman versus Jesse Ertz. Healthy <laughs> Jesse Ertz or on the sidelines? Uh, it, it, it's the whole career. So, um, Carson Kaufman started, what, a good – a good majority, or pretty much, except for that one crazy game of 2010, and uh, I'm sure he might have played a little of 2009 when um, Grant Gregory's arm was half falling off. <laughs> it was attached um, by one ligament, basically. It was attached by one ligament. So, <laughs> uh, and Carson Kaufman. Uh, so, w- what would you guys say? Obviously, talent-wise, we would think that Jesse Hurts is better, but. Um, this one's kind of just like a backhanded me being a dick to comparing against, against Carson. But. I, I think you have to say Jesse, right? Yeah, Easy, I, almost easily. I would say Jesse, but Carson had some pretty insane games where like it's just like he was not very good, I guess. But I don't he know. Can he still, still throw won. The pill, though. Yeah, he still won us some games. That UCF game when it was like uh, Armageddon at K State, <laughs> yeah. he won that game. Yeah, that's true. All right, we'll move on from that one quick. Uh, next one. <laughs> that was just one. such a slight to start off. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's such well, a it's not such a slight. It, it's it's kind of even. Um, so the next one, we've got Daniel Thomas, who was basically the first big recruit Snyder got in 2.0, um, who was pretty much the only player on offense for two full years. Uh, Daniel Thomas versus John Hubert. Um, super underrated uh, back for K-State. I underrate him all the time. Um, I get that it's a two-versus-four-year player. Um, but this one, he, Hubert, as much as we didn't like, I mean, he still made plays. He had a one-handed catch, I think, against Tech in, in 2012, um, or maybe 2013. He played for like nine years. <laughs> um, so John Hubert versus DT. I have to say DT just because that was when we did have Carson, and DT was basically our entire offense. Yeah, I would have to say DT. Actually, were you done or no? I was just going to say DT because he was literally our entire offense. All we I don't know how many times he carried or what his average amount of carries per game was, but it was insane. I feel like that UCLA <laughs> game, he had like 50,000 carries. He did. It was I mean, so he awesome. did. You had, I mean, John Hubert was really, I mean, a really good back and probably underrated, but he was good because he also had Colin Klein. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a lot of pressure off of you when you have a bulldozer around. It would have been really interesting to see, like, a Daniel Thomas with Colin 
We would have just. I don't think we would have pa- passed once. Oh, <laughs> no, we wouldn't have really had to. Insane. <laughs> but well, yeah, D- I would say well, D2. Co- Colin, Colin played in the twenty. Remember when we did the surprise twenty ten game yeah, against Texas? Texas? That was that was a pretty awesome game. Because that was DT and Colin. It was specific, like different in, though. Well, yeah, Colin wasn't wasn't Colin yet. But he was a wide receiver, basically. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll we'll go to the next one. But uh I'll go DT too. I love DT. He was awesome. Um DT is so awesome. He... He's so underrated at K State cuz he was yeah. here for a short time, but he was so good. Yeah, he was good. He was, he was so good. He also um, went to Manhattan Christian College for a little bit because he couldn't <laughs> get right. into K State. <laughs> he had to spell it to Christian College, that's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, he was probably trying to spell stuff. Okay, so <laughs> The next one I have, and I was trying to think of a good one here, and you guys can, we can switch this one out, but I've got Tremaine, Triple T Thompson, um, versus Byron Pringle. I'm trying to get two, two separate ones. I know Tremaine probably never had a single year as good as maybe Byron's year last year, um, but he was still a super impact player, um, really from his freshman year through his senior year, uh, maybe sophomore year. But uh, who you guys got there? He also never had a bad year or uh-huh. really bad games. Right. The only bad game that I can think of that he had, I think, was the Cotton Bowl. He didn't yeah, have. Yeah, I was going to say the Cotton Bowl, yeah, but that that's really it. But other than that, he, yeah, like Byron at the beginning of his last year was so bad. Like the Vanderbilt game was so bad. And he had a, like a really bad case of the drops. I think talent wise, it's not really a question that he's better than Tremaine. But as well, far he's as he's like, also like a foot taller than Tremaine. <laughs> well, I know, but you can say like Sproles versus DT. Sproles, I mean, people are going to take Sproles. But yeah. anyways, I I think that uh, man, I don't. That's a that's probably the toughest one for me yet. Because Tremaine was just so reliable, and he I felt like he got open a lot. Yeah, I I, I think I'm leaning towards Tremaine. He was never the guy, though, either. Uh, he had his time there with... Uh, Locke? Yeah. Well, it, yeah. When did he graduate? Yeah, his Tremaine was here year, forever. Yeah, his senior year, I think, was 2013. Four, 13. Or 13, I say, 13. I want to say 13, because Curry and Locke were 14. Yeah. So I was going to do he, Curry um, versus Tremaine. Uh, well, that that's my other choice. Too hard though, because they played on the same team. I know. So I was trying to get. Like, yeah, I was trying to get them different. Yeah. I would say. I don't know. Byron did that game against Oklahoma State was fun for Byron. Tremaine yeah. never had a game like that, obviously. And um, Tremaine never was shoeless at any point during game. Like Byron <laughs> <was>. <laughs> and the, honestly, the pass, the pass yeah. from um, Jesse to Byron in the A and M game was the prettiest pass I've ever seen maybe thrown at K-State ever. It was just that right. Was sick. It was just perfectly in stride. And that's the only time it's ever happened, but like that was that was a really good pass. I the, will uh give me Tremaine. Yeah, I think I'll go Tremaine too. We got we got so we got Jesse and Jesse versus Carson. We're all on DT and we're probably all on Tremaine. Yeah. Thoughts on Tremaine too. Okay. Um <laughs> time all right um so i lost my train of thought there. <laughs> your, train of, of, your train of thought 
Your train of thought. Your thought. My train of thought. Wow. Oh, this is incredible, but, <laughs> but also slandering, wrong. so you might have to uh, edit that bad boy out. <laughs> All right, so the next one that I got is Nigel Malone. Um, do we think Nigel was better than Bubba? Yeah. Uh, I think he was. He... Bubba probably had more talent. I think, yeah. I think if Bubba was at K-State for longer, he would have been by far better than Nigel. Okay. All right. But um, since they but only we'll, had we'll two years, but... Yeah, we'll we'll stick with Nigel. Um, overall, probably a little more reliable um, than Bubba, even though Bubba made some, some big plays, too. But we'll go Nigel Malone versus uh, Duke Shelley. Hmm. And Duke has Duke had an up and down yeah. career. Yeah, really. I, 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 I was gonna go say Nigel. Nigel just for the because it, pure... it goes back to like the whole Byron thing. He never had a bad like Nigel didn't have a terrible two well, game you just stretch. Said Justin Blackman. <laughs> well, right. Well, that's different though. <laughs> Did Duke Shelley ever play? Who's the wide receiver that went to the pros that Duke Shelley played? Anybody? I'm sure they're... apparently the guy for South Dakota. The first game of the year, just mossed him every single time, just one on one, just destroying him. But what about what about Nigel? Let's do DJ. Let's do two. That's what uh, I was gonna say. That one's a lot harder two. for me. Let's do Dilbert's uh, DJ. I say DJ, DJ was fun. DJ was a yeah, more I versatile really player too because he had special teams. You didn't like him? No, I really liked DJ. Obviously, oh, yeah. 2016 DJ was unbelievable. Yeah. What about? What about the combo, Bubba? What about the combo, Bubba, uh, Nigel, or DJ Duke? In like 2012 versus 2016 or yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, but it's hard because Duke and DJ weren't really always uh, healthy. Healthy, yeah. At their uh, both of their peaks, I would say that Duke and DJ probably were better. Probably, yeah, yeah. If you together. Took their best five games, like their best, best efforts from different years. Yeah. But, but Nigel and Bubba were easily more consistent. Yeah. Yeah. And played against, I didn't, played against, I think, better receivers, probably. Yeah. I, we don't have a ton of things you can do with linebackers, so it's tough because you just keep going back to Arthur Brown. <laughs> Our linebackers really in 2.0 sucks so bad. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, kind we of. We could do like what a Blake Slaughter versus uh um who else do we have? Some of those other years. Who was the guy who was always had Cass on, maybe? Hulik? No, he was he was a Prince <laughs> guy. <laughs> uh, Alright, so, her, her, so we'll get Herzog. To- no yeah. Reback. Reback oh, not Whitey. Oh yeah. <laughs> he didn't like <laughs> Reback. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll do the last one. Um and there is some crossover here. I just couldn't get a, a good comp for DNs. Um but their the prime of their careers don't quite cross over. So we'll do Meshach William Meshach versus Ryan Mueller. Mm. These are pretty good ones. I think I gotta go Meshack. Meshack had the talent. Mueller had the motor and like Mueller was the guy that you any type of player, any type of coach would want on their team just because he never stopped. I mean, he was a really disruptive player and he was a motivator and all that. I don't think Meshack was that, but Meshack was an animal. If he wouldn't have had like wooden hips, he would have been amazing. <laughs> 
that combo of him and, and Adam Davis was super solid when they were both on the field. Yeah. Um, Adam Davis, another underrated player probably for K-State. It, it, I think they didn't Adam Davis like play one more year and like he had an extra year eligibility, but then he retired because he broke his back or it's something weird. Yeah. Something with his back. He screwed up his back really bad or something. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, that so that was my last one. I guess. What about McK- what, let's, what about kickers? Anthony Cantelli or Matt McCrane? I'm gonna go with Matt McCrane because I have that image of Anthony missing the field goal in the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> and fair. also slipping on the opening kick out, kick off of the Fiesta Bowl and and the Cotton Bowl. And uh, yeah, DeAnthony Thomas ran back the uh, kickoff. Oh my oh. god! All right, never point. No point. Never mind. I don't really remember. Did. McCrane miss a kick in his whole career? <laughs> I'm sure he did. I don't really remember. He missed like though. two, I think. Yeah, what about punters? Nick like... Walsh or uh, Ryan Dorr? What about... <laughs> what about um... Those are basically the only two we've had. What about, uh, as a kick returner, only Tyre Lockett versus Morgan Burns? <laughs> Lockett. Easy. Well, per... Um, Production-wise, Morgan Burns probably had way more. Burns had like five one year. I can't vote for him on anything. <laughs> not that he's not a nice guy. He is a nice guy, but, I mean, he's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was, he was. that's what he said, purely kick return, not I taking know, into account I him as a corner. Yeah, okay. I can't possibly just, do it. I can't possibly do it. <laughs> you can't. You can't, you can't um, Make the two. You can't get the two away from each other. No. What just about play a corner? What about Donnie Starks and <laughs> whoever the other guy is? Yeah. Whoever, anybody doesn't matter. All Some right. slap dick. <laughs> Donnie had two picks against Baylor. I remember it. Clint, Clint loved him so much. Cookie Monster is so happy. All right, let's let's do this draft really quick. It'll be easy. So we have QB. I mean, because there's not that many people to pick from. QB, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, tight end. Let's scratch a tight end because we never had a good tight end. Uh, defense. Let's scratch a defense because we never really had a good defense. We had one good defense. One defensive player. One defensive player. D player. And then uh, a kicker. So. you can. Are we picking positions first or just any position? Until you fill you up your can pick team. any position that you want until you fill up your team. We'll do a snake draft. Uh, 2.0. 2.0 only. How are we going to decide? Order. Me and you rock, paper, scissors, and then... Winner gets winner gets second. Sam will go first. Okay. Right. I win. Okay, I'll go third. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to have a good quarterback. All right, Sam, go ahead. Obviously. Okay, CK7. Should have been Heisman. <laughs> In 2012, Colin Klein. Just because you don't lose games with Colin Klein. Mike like is he, a just, pro- even if he plays terrible or he is terrible or anything, he never loses. So yeah, Mike, that's a pretty easy one coming up for number two or no? As far as who I'm going to pick. Yeah. yeah, I'll take Jake. Okay. Well, there's no point for me to go quarterback right now, so <laughs> I will go... D'Anthony Thomas. D'Anthony Thomas. Wow. I, the left field. <laughs> oh, <he's right>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I would, I would easily go D'Anthony Thomas. Okay, I'll go <laughs> Daniel Thomas. And uh, give me Locke, too. So I'm back up. So, Mike, you're back up. I'll take uh, John Hubert. Mike's got John Hubert. I'll Hubert. take the best defensive player 2.0 and Arthur Brown. 
AB. Mike is basically just drafting the 2014 team. <laughs> well, so far, that was one of the better ones. Okay, Sam, you're up again. <laughs> I am up again, so I have no running back and no wide receiver. And no kicker. So, after Locke, we're looking at Curry, Byron, Tremaine. Broderick Smith. Broderick Smith. <laughs> Harp. Sleep. Yeah, Harp, Harp, sleep. Harp oh, Harp, yeah. Sleep. sleep Don't sleep awesome. on sleep. Sleep was awesome. Um, I'll go Alex Barnes. Ooh, that's a good one. Barnes. Even though I really want Weepo, but I'll go Alex Barnes. Aren't you back Weepo is back? just... Yeah, no, he, he, he got AB. Oh, yeah, that's right. By the way, shout out to Weepo. He was in the Grey Cup the other day. So if guys don't remember, William Powell, he was Daniel Thomas's backup who got 15 yards every time he came in. No, every he, he scored every time he came in. <laughs> Literally, I think there's probably like maybe two times he's in that didn't score a touchdown. Okay, Mike. Uh, so I have my quarterback and running back. I'll take... Uh, I'll take, I don't know, this is getting really tough, running out of elite players already. (laughs) (laughs) Byron, Byron. Yeah, I'll take, uh, I'll take Byron. Okay, then I will take Chris Harper. And, all right, so I need a QB, a defensive player, and a kicker. You guys are already full on. Sam's got the obvious defensive player. Who who would be up for if we're talking about best defensive players? We got Arthur Brown. Um, what do we have? Jordan Willis. Yeah, that's who I was gonna. Jay Willie. <laughs> Jordan um, Willis. I think Mueller's in there. He's still a defensive player of the year. Yeah, Mueller. The, it would be probably those three: Arthur Brown, Ryan Mueller, and uh, Jordan Willis. Jay Willie. Probably throw DJ Reed in there. If you wanted to? Yeah. Okay. Well, I will go... Uh, Jordan Austin? <laughs> I'll go... Uh, I will go McCrane. Ooh, many guys. My or do you got two? Uh, I already have my two. I have Daniel Thomas, Tyler Lockett, Harper, McCrane. Mike has Jake, John Hubert, Byron Pringle. And I'll take... Uh, I'll take Jordan Wallace. That's my D. Yeah. So it's me for two? Yeah. yeah. So it's me for two. Did yeah, zero wide forget. receivers. I already forgot. Did you take Byron? Yeah, Byron's I, out. I took Byron. Holy Byron. Okay. Um, let's see. Who did we have? I will take Malik Knowles. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Potential. Potential. I'll go with the freshman. Um, Kyle Klein? Oh, God. Oh, Cody my Cook. God. Cody well, Cook yeah, for Cody Cook could be like a flex player. Flex player. He yeah, might he have to be, be my one. quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> one flex. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you take Cody Cook, then <laughs> Kurt's got his pick between Carson and I guess he has Jesse, Jesse and yeah. uh, Slappy. Yeah. yeah. Slappy Joe. Obviously Slap. No, he's got Scouter, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, geez, this on potential, is so maybe. hard to pick a wide receiver right now. Uh, freaking a. 
Harp and Black were who else was on those teams? <laughs> Harp, Black, Tremaine, Curry. Um, and then on the new teams was Byron, uh, Deontay. Who else besides Deontay Byron? You could take Aubrey Quarles from. <laughs> he was a Prince guy. Um, even though I was a big fan, I'll go with I'll go with uh, Triple T. I'll go with Tremaine. I gotta take another freaking wide receiver. Um, who the hell else do we throw passes to? Seabass. Seabass. The problem with we looking at wide receivers current. is we we didn't throw that much, yeah. and when we did for a couple of years, it was exclusively to Tyler Lockett. Um, got a harp would have been a nice pick to have. I'll I'll go with Curry. I'll take the. Um, two smallish receivers. Okay, Mike. So I still have to have a kicker and a wide, wide receiver. receiver. That's it. Well, better take a – well, I guess you're full on wide receivers, aren't you? I'm full on wide receivers. I just have a kicker left. So I'll take uh, Anthony Cantelli. Oh, gosh. <laughs> See, I'm going to go Blake Lynch. <laughs> uh, that's true. Um, so my defensive player, I'll take Mueller. And so my quarterback is obviously between Jesse Ertz and Skyler. It just That's a pretty good one to actually compare against. Yeah, it is. And Skyler had such a bad year this year that I just it's so hard to like pick him, but I might even have to just chalk it up to uh sophomore slump. <laughs> Let's hope or Cody, Co- or Cody Cook or Alex Dalton or maybe Sam Lemur. Yeah, Sam, the QB that never was in a lot of. What about Sam fans? Johnson? <laughs> Sam Johnson, maybe. <laughs> maybe a Justin Tuggle. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I'll take an a, underrated defensive player. Yeah, considering he was a quarterback. <laughs> I'll take. Uh, give me ST ten. ST ten two thousand nineteen version. All right, Mike's got a very difficult decision here for the last receiver. I'm trying to think. I, I'm trying to think of receivers. <laughs> it's tough. We uh, we pretty much expunged all the 2012, unless you're going to really go broad. No, no chance. Um, so we only threw to lock. Who did 2010? Who did Carson throw to? Sleep? Yeah, Sleep and Aubrey Quarles. <laughs> they were holdovers from Prince, though? Yeah. Trail snipes, maybe. Oh, oh, this a trail snipe. Brandon Banks, you can't go because he was a Prince guy. Yeah, that's true. But he played on the old nine team. Yeah, that is true. No, you can still Snyder. He's not Snyder. No, 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 that's not fair. It's not fair. fair. Uh, Who else is a wide receiver? Can't do any from this year. Hmm. Last year. We had Byron and uh, Damo. Zo- Damo. Oh, Damo. Zuby. Damo was fun before the doghouse. <laughs> um, Zuber was fun before he stopped caring about football. <laughs> Corey Sutton on potential. Appalachian State version of Corey Sutton. God. How is there not more receivers? <laughs> that doesn't Co- make sense. Cody. 
Deontay. Deontay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Besides junior year, well, actually, you would just be drafting senior year. Deontay was really good. Chalking up to the Manhattan High Indian, Deontay Burton? No. <laughs> okay, who else are you going? <laughs> Hurry up, because we're, we're almost out of time. I'll just, I'll take uh, Damo, I guess. Heath. Even though he transferred and he didn't even really play that his last year. <laughs> last year, yeah. All right, Sammy, who is your kicker? I will go, even though I love the Jake Hintelli dance that he does whenever we see him out. Who's Jake Hintelli? Who knows? Jack, sorry. <laughs> Jake Hintelli, brother of uh, D'Anthony Thomas. All right, so, it wasn't nearly as bad, but good try. I'll go with Blake Lynch. Lynch. Wow, so some potential on the board here for what we could have been or could be, I guess. So so let's just do team recap. Sam, Colin Klein, Alex Barnes, Tremaine Thompson, Spice or not Spicy Curry, regular Curry. <laughs> hey, he's one of the wide receiver. Um So Col- Colin, Arthur Brown, Tremaine Thompson, Curry Sexton, Arthur Brown, uh Alex Barnes. I got AB. I got two ABs. You can't stop both my ABs. Yeah, and uh, Blake Lynch. Mike has Jake Waters, John Hubert, uh, Shoeless Byron, Damo Heath, Jordan Willis, and Anthony Cantelli. I just took two receivers off the same team. That sucks. I don't like that. My team lost already. So did I. So did Sam. (laughs) So did I. We had to. (laughs) I mean, there's only three years of receivers, basically. And I had ST10, Daniel Thomas, Tyler Lockett, Chris Harper, Ryan Mueller, Matt McCrane. We have to have more receivers, don't we? Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to it's like impossible it. to, I don't know how to look it up, but how do we score points without we just only run the ball? It's completely All right, this absurd. is diminishing Snyder 2.0 space. This is a bad idea. Cuz we're like, wow, we really only had Colin and Jake and Locke, and then defensive, a couple defensive players. Well, so does that show more about Snyder? Wow, maybe this is the uncovering. These these two point players were, besides Colin and and, and Locke, were not even in the same stratosphere. Specifically, defense. Yeah. Oh, wow. defense is completely different. If you have running backs, I mean, really, all of these things. Given Snyder. The first Snyder was longer, right? But, but even if you took it any sort of same you, year, yeah. Period, if you if you divided it in half and then looked at either half, any of those are still better than this. Yeah. Wow, man, that's kind of depressing. When you think about it that way, but very true. Or his two point was even more impressive than his one point It's just we're in the spin zone. We're in Sam's spin zone right now. <laughs> Sam's spin zone. Okay, let's wrap up. Final thoughts on um, Snyder 2.0 and um, everything that we talked about today. Sam. All right, so my final thought, as much as I've been a jerk, um, Bill Snyder is still one of the greatest college football coaches in um, in really the history of college football. Uh, so forever grateful uh, to him, and it's time now for a new a new era of case football. Mike. And I'll just say 
echo everything about Coach Snyder. I mean, I can. There's nothing really new I can say, but I'm excited. Hopefully, pending a okay, exciting here, let, hire. Let, let's uh, let's scrap this part of it because I'm going to say the same thing. Thanks, Bill. Love you for everything that you've done for K State football. Um, and excited for the next hire. So, real quick. Who do we think the next coach is? Sam. Brent Venables. Mike. <laughs> Seth Luttrell. <laughs> you have to keep your dad's legacy going and just say Bob yeah. Stoops. Bob Stoops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if he is? What if he's a dark horse? He just comes to K-State for some reason, hires both Seth and him. Because be he coached Seth and he, uh, well, hell, he coached Brent. Okay, so if by next week, we oh my god, can Seth, you imagine that? If if by next week we do hire Seth Luttrell and he retains Blake Slaughter, we will be introducing Blake a new Slaughter, concept. He brings him back. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't even coached yet, but could be potential. What the fuck is going on with us? Blake Slaughter, Jake Cantelli, Dan Diddy Thomas, pretty solid squad. All right, so he retain, he retains Blake Siler. <laughs> as the defensive coordinator we'll be introducing a new um uh new product for for our listeners and and for really <laughs> for the female <laughs> listeners <laughs> let's call beer them seat modifications beer, beer breath shop facts <laughs> so, if you guys if all the females listening out there all three of you guys have not searched <laughs> for have you? I have not searched Seth Luttrell. Um, I recommend before you do. <laughs> before you do, make sure there's a shop back. <laughs> shop back, extra pair of panties. <sighs> this is going to be a cleanup on aisle three. That's <laughs> Dude, he, he's got to be the next coach. I don't think Brent. I don't know, though. You never know. Maybe Gene's working some magic, but I just timing doesn't seem right for a guy that's so focused on timing. If he keeps Blake Siler, though, we might have a new coach in three to five years. Like that might he might be the guy, and that would be okay. That'd be a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind. I'm it. down. <clears throat> I'm down. Yeah. All right. Heard it here first. Beer Breath Podcast reporting. Seth Luttrell is the next coach. Blake Siler, head coach in waiting. Ladies, grab your shot, Vex. All right, we'll see you next week. All right, see you next week.